Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deanna Minnick. Welcome to the Color Can Heal Your Life podcast, where we explore how you can get some more color, creativity, and healing in your everyday life. We get to look at the spectrum of eating, living, feeling, and creating that you're all about. So let's dive into the inspiration and information rainbow that awaits us. It's amazing how powerful color is. And we have these relationships with color that can be so different, so varied. I think you remember that I went on a date with yellow and learned lots of things about the color yellow. And maybe not the traditional things. You know, with all of the color psychology, pop psychology around colors, sometimes we take it for granted what those colors mean and think that they should be a certain thing and symbolize certain values and have certain connotations for us. And what I'm encouraging you to do is to have your own experience with colors. Because like I found in my own personal journey, they really do heal you. They can. They can be portals into your creative expression, which can get you to open up and flow. And each color is its own teacher. It's a messenger. It's a guide. In this podcast, I wanted to talk about how I fell in love with green. You know, I'm just so into the color green. And you know that rule of you're not supposed to take sides or choose favorites? And all of the colors are good, all people are good, and all of your children are good, and and to love them all equally. Well, we know that that doesn't truly happen. We try our best. However, sometimes we're, we're tugged in certain directions. And for me, since I was seven years old, I've been in love with the color green. And I think it started because my grandmother and I were very close. So anything she said or did, I was right there in sync with her. I spent a lot of time with her over at her home. And so I remember coming back from church one time and I had a green dress on. I can still remember the, the dress, the fabric, the polyester. It was a, an emerald green. And I went into her house and she made a comment about how that green color looks so good on me and how green was my color. I didn't know what she was talking about, but my grandmother was telling me how this green is my color. I don't know why, but that stuck in my mind. It's one of those quirky things from childhood. It's almost like those sentences that get branded into your being and you don't really know why. That was one of them. So I let green come along for the ride. Even though I liked all the colors growing up and I had no particular allegiance to any one color. However, I found time and time again that when I was forced to select a color, I would choose green. And not just any green because I don't really feel like I'm drawn to all greens. There's a spectrum of green just like there is a spectrum of all colors. I felt really drawn to that emerald green. It's a rich, very deep green that has a lot of depth. So I really like that color. If you look at what ancient traditions say about the color green, 
Well, it corresponds to a lot of different things. It corresponds to new life, to hope, to healing. And in fact, if you just go with impressions for yourself, in fact, if you just take a second now and you reflect on the color green, maybe look at something green or have that word in your mind and write down the first 10 words that come to you, just whatever they are. Just take a couple of seconds to do that and see what you come up with. Because for me, green has all kinds of connotations that may be different than what the standard ones are out there. When I look at the seven systems of health that I've put together and organized for people, especially within online health programs, when I focus on the color green, I'm focusing on what I call the love. It's the heart, which is kind of funny because most of us, when we think of the heart, we think of the color red. We think of Valentine's Day, all of those red shiny hearts. However, the heart, according to the seven systems that I put out, is green. And I'll give you a little bit of background on that. I didn't really rationalize it and say, okay, the heart is green because of X, Y, and Z. It just kind of stacked up that way because of the different placements of color in the body according to ancient traditions. And this is where green comes in at, comes in at the heart. And if we look a little bit deeper into the science of green, well, first of all, if you look at your environment, it's amazing how much green is around us. We have green trees, we have green plants growing. There really is no shortage of green foods at the supermarket. In fact, whenever I have to work with somebody about uh, getting more fruits and vegetables into their diet, green foods are probably the easiest. Many of them are very neutral tasting. If you think of spinach, spinach you can put right into a smoothie and have absolutely no problem with the taste. There are other kinds of greens that are a bit more bitter. So they're kind of pungent and they're not always so pleasant to eat. And then you've got, of course, things like the cruciferous vegetables, things like broccoli and kale and even things that aren't green like cauliflower, and they kind of have that stinky sulfur smell. So what's really cool is that nature provides us with so many different possibilities for green. So in my book, Hold Detox, I explore the love system of health, which holds the heart, the lungs, the shoulders, the chest, the arms, and the hands. So this is what I call the love terrain. This is the part of you that loves and that has a lot of the physiology related to cardiovascular health. It's pretty interesting because what is the number one cause of death in the Western world? Well, it's cardiovascular disease. Not much has changed there. And it's pretty pronounced. It's very common, and fortunately, we do have a lot of fixes for it, but it's still a big issue, which always causes me to look at not just the body, not just the physiology, but let's look at the psychology. Let's look at the symbolism and see what is deeper underneath all of those symptoms. So the heart, the lungs expansion, contraction. Think of the blood moving through the heart, going through the body, coming back through the lungs to be oxygenated, helping the body to circulate and oxygenate. 
This is really what helps us to expand and open wide and to be energized. And so some of the studies have been kind of interesting. I'll just relay one of the studies that I happened to find on the color green. And there aren't many studies on green. I can tell you that. There are, are definitely studies on red, lots of studies on blue. And I'm going to be doing podcasts on each of those colors. But there really isn't a lot on green for some reason. And I don't know why. Maybe because it's a secondary color. It's not a primary color. It doesn't provoke a, a huge kind of a, a polarized response in us. You know, red is pretty, when, when we think of red, we think of something that's, that's sharp, that's passionate, that's action-oriented. And when we think of blue, we think of just the opposite, things that are toned down, quieted, kind of depressed. So green is somewhere in the middle and fits on that spectrum. But most people, whenever I ask them, and I do a lot of lecturing where I go and talk with audiences about colors, and I'll always ask them, what's your favorite color? And I'll go through the colors, and you know which two colors are the most popular? Green and purple. Now, that's just in audiences that I address who tend to be healers. And that's why I often think of green as it relates to healing and health really allowing the body to open and expand rather than to contract. So back to the study I was going to tell you about. There was a study in Austria in which they looked at different colors of light and having a person be in those colors of light and looking at their heart rate variability. So we want increased heart rate variability because that keeps the heart in good working order. And what this study found was that there were certain colors that promoted good heart rate variability. And one of those colors was green, which I thought was kind of neat because it is, in my world, such a heart color. The other studies that get into the role of green for the heart are more food-related. Here's where we have much more evidence for the color green and how it plays into our environment and our health. In fact, again, if we think of all the different foods, most of them, most of the plant-based whole foods are green. There's really, there's just a whole, uh, just a slew of different green foods out there, which makes it almost impossible not to get them. If you look at the color that's in most short supply, it's purple. So most people don't get enough of the blue-purple color in their diet. And I think it's because we don't have a lot of those blue-purple foods. But green, goodness, there's no excuse. They're everywhere. So I want to talk a little bit about that because there are some pretty amazing studies on green foods. And I think it's worthwhile to know a little bit about those and so, so, well, so you can apply them to your everyday life. I would think that you'd want to do that. There is a compound found in green foods called nitrates. Most people, when they hear the word nitrates, they think, oh my gosh, that sounds like a bad thing. But there are certain nitrates that are found in nature, in healthy, healing foods. And these nitrates, once we start chewing a food and start to break it up and start to unlock a lot of the healing components, 
What we end up finding is these nitrates, and these nitrates interact with our saliva and all the bacteria in our saliva, and we start breaking it down further, and we convert the nitrates into, eventually, we convert it into nitric oxide. And that nitric oxide is a gas that helps us to expand and open our blood vessels. People with higher levels of nitric oxide in their body feel more expansive. They are healthy. This is good for their circulation. So there are some high nitrate greens that are out there. Things like celery and cress and chervil and certain lettuces. Spinach is also really high in nitrates. So that's one of the things I'm going to have you do is to focus on including at least one more green food into your diet and seeing how that makes you feel. Since you get this bulk of nitrates, I'm thinking that you're going to feel much more relaxed after you, you're eating these greens. It may not happen immediately, but it, it could happen within some hours, especially if you're chewing your food well. And that's why I always tell people, chew your smoothies. My dad is a big fan of green smoothies, especially after he went through my whole detox program. You know, initially he was really resistant to doing it, and then finally he did it, and he latched on to this one thing, even though the program is much more complex, and he began doing these green smoothies. So it's not like it's just green. He puts other things in there, but he calls them green smoothies because they have a bunch of spinach in there. And he, he tells me, he's like, you know, D. Everybody can at least do a green smoothie. Even if they can't do everything else to get healthy, they can at least do a green smoothie. And I just kind of chuckle because it's true. A smoothie is so easy. It takes you just minutes to make it, has a lot of nutrient density, and it's a great way to get in those greens. And you know, again, greens don't taste bad. My three-year-old niece can take greens down with no problem. She just recently made a smoothie with my mom, that had coconut water, greens, they had spinach, and they, uh, I think they were playing around with some avocado too. And avocado is one of those green superfoods for sure. So speaking of avocado, I'm going to tell you about another study which makes avocado so compelling. And how can you not fall in love with the creamy, buttery, gorgeously green avocado? I definitely think of, you know, just this very soothing, healing feeling as I'm reflecting on the avocado. And there have been a lot of really neat studies looking at each of these different foods, even within the green category. But one that stands out in my mind was done at UCLA in Dr. Dave Heber's group. And it was that they had people eat a hamburger and then they monitored different things in their blood for four to six hours afterwards. And then they had them have that same hamburger and put in half of an avocado on it. And what they found was that when people just had the hamburger alone, there was an increase in vasoconstriction. So what does that mean? That means that the blood vessels tightened. And they also found in the blood that there were some markers of inflammation. So isn't that interesting? So was it grass-fed and all of those other things? No, this was a standard burger. But then they took the burger again, and when they had the half of avocado, 
what they found was that there was no change in the vasoconstriction. So in other words, the the uh, the blood vessels didn't tighten like it did with the hamburger alone, and there wasn't the issue with inflammation. So this half of avocado helped to blunt any kind of detrimental effect of the hamburger, which I just think is amazing that if we want to have a grilled burger and we feel like we're really craving that and we might even really need it, depending on how we cook it, it's it's nice to have some greens there because greens are high in chlorophyll and that chlorophyll is such a great binding agent for any kind of carcinogen or any kind of toxin. So that's just a little tip about eating and coupling things together. That's what I call eating smarter, where we have an avocado, something green, something healthy, some kind of plant food, and then we couple it with something that we may want to eat, but it may not be the best food for us for various reasons. Maybe it's just because of the cooking process. So avocado plus burger or greens plus burger, easy enough to do if you're going to a barbecue, right? The other thing I want to mention too, and this is so important because chronic disease is on the rise. What is chronic disease? It's pretty much any kind of disease that comes about because of poor lifestyle. So that's even cardiovascular disease. Much of cardiovascular disease can be prevented. And we have to be looking at things like stress, how we live our lives, the foods that we eat. And I know that you know all about the Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean diet is one of the most well-studied diets, and it has incredible benefit for things like cardiovascular disease. So with green leafy vegetables, there, there was a study that was published in the British Medical Journal back in 2010. And what they did was they looked at all the studies on fruits and vegetables and type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is another one of those chronic lifestyle-induced conditions where mostly it's the result of our lifestyle. Again, whether we're stressed, we're sedentary, we're not making good food choices, all of it can add up. And because of our genes, some of us might be more susceptible to some of those effects. So with eating green leafy vegetables, what they found, just having a little bit more than one serving a day of green leafy vegetables, there was a 14% decrease in the incidence of type 2 diabetes, which is pretty amazing if you think about it, that just tacking on another vegetable, another serving of a vegetable, or replacing something can can help you to prevent chronic disease. Now, you're probably thinking, well, if I'm just replacing it on one day and just having a little bit more greens one day, that's not going to do it, right? I probably am going to have to do this on an ongoing basis. Well, there was just a study that came out talking about the power of one meal, one junk food binging meal for one day by healthy people. And what they showed was that Within one day, with eating so poorly that insulin and glucose were completely um, dysfunctional and it was um, 
in a, an unhealthy range compared to what they were normally. And that just came about within one day that we could provoke that kind of physiological response. Then there have been other studies. There's one study by Dr. Esposito and her team. And essentially what they found is that adding vegetables to an unhealthy, high-fat meal blunted a lot of the response of that meal. And now that's much like the hamburger study, right? Where you added something good in, and it's always a balance. Green is such a harmonizing, healthy, healing color. So even if you can't get the greens, I would say to aim as much as possible to get some of those whole plant-based foods. Because chances are, there's green somewhere in that food. Chlorophyll is typically in a lot of these plant foods, whether or not we're seeing the green. And of course, I teach a lot on supplements too, and there are lots of different healing supplements that are green. Things like chlorella and spirulina. These green superfoods are great for binding things and getting them out of the body. So green, lots of different things here. You know, I'll just close with a story about green, the power of green. I can remember many years ago that I had a client and we were talking about her kitchen and how her kitchen was just, you know, she dreaded going into her kitchen and how could we improve the situation or could we? So I asked her, I said, well, what color is your kitchen? And she said, it's white. You know, it's just all white cupboards and white counters and everything. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, so what is your favorite color? And without hesitation, she said, sage green. I said, oh, sage green. I like that color too. So what would happen if you were to paint your kitchen sage green? Do you think you'd want to be in it anymore? Do you think you might want to start cooking? Do you, might, do you think it might want to spur you to be more healthy in your food choices? So that was kind of the question at the end of our consultation together. And then three weeks later, she comes back. She comes into the office, sits down, and she's got this big smile. And I said, so how have you been? What's been going on? She said, well, I painted my kitchen green, and I love it. <laughs> she was so ecstatic about her kitchen and the fact that she had created this transformation. And her experience in the kitchen had had really altered because of making a simple color change, which really speaks to, again, how color can heal your life. Sometimes it's super subtle. We just bring a little bit of color here in or a little bit there in, and before you know it, it's created changes. It's created different choices for us. It's changed our behavior in some way, especially if we like the color. If we bring the color we like into our environment and fall in love with it, it's really seeding everything about us, our thoughts, our emotions. Somehow we're connecting into that color. So I want to close with three ideas for you to help you fall in love with green. Remember what Kermit said about it's not easy being green? <laughs> well, maybe it is. Maybe there can be easy ways to get into green. And I'm curious how many of you listening already really like green. You may already like green, in which case this will be easy for you. And for those of you who have more challenges with the color green, 
You may want to explore this, see how you feel as you move through each one of these activities. And being that my favorite number is three, I always like to give three suggestions. So the first one, I bet you already know what this one is going to be because I've already mentioned it. It's to eat something green every day. Give yourself at least three to four days to consistently have more green. And I want you to note how you feel. Note if you feel more relaxed after eating those vasodilatory greens that open up your heart, open up your circulation. It's really good for helping you with not just circulation, but even metabolism. So just make an attempt to have just about a handful extra of greens a day. And you can get that in in any way you want. If you say, hey, Deanna, I really like the smoothie idea that your dad's into, that's fine. Go with the smoothie. You get to drink your greens. And for others of you, you may want something a little bit more solid. And one serving of greens is only about half a cup of vegetables or one cup of leafy greens. So you make the decision. You know, steam your broccoli a little bit. Make it really super green. Have you ever noticed that when you cook broccoli, it gets to that really bright green color? And I remember Dr. Johanna Lampe talking about how steaming broccoli for about a minute and 30 seconds helps to potentiate its healthful qualities. So steam it, let it get bright green. Same thing with some of the other heartier green vegetables. Like even Brussels sprouts, you may have to cook those a little bit more. Watch the color when you're cooking. That's one of the signs as to whether or not you've opened up the healing quality. You're going to go with the bright color whenever that happens. The second tip is to have a plant. Get a dedicated plant that you love. Maybe it's just a small plant. I know for my husband and my um, housewarming We had a guest who gave us this little uh, shoot of a plant that had come off of a larger plant that was 80 years old. I just love that. And that little shoot started to grow and grow and grow. And I put it in the windowsill and I watched it. I watered it. And I always had that idea of, wow, this plant is coming from something that has been loved and been around for 80 years. So... Bring in the element of love through a plant that you take care of, even if it's a small one, a small one within the house that you can direct your love towards. And maybe it's a plant that you're ultimately eating. So it's spice in some way. It's it's rosemary, it's thyme, it's sage. I have a sage, a small plant of uh, sage in my, my kitchen windowsill as well. And so that's nice, too, because it's kind of the healing qualities imparted by the plant. In fact, I was just out walking not too long ago and noticed all of the healing plants along the roadside. So I live in a rural area. I live on five acres of trees. Thank goodness. I love it. And it's taken me so, so much to get here because I grew up in the inner city of Chicago, surrounded by lots of concrete. And now I get to play in the forest. And so there are all these healing plants around me. So whenever I go for a walk, I see horsetail, I see milk thistle, I see plantains, I see dandelion. It's just amazing how many green plants that are out there that are healing for us. So have a plant that you can take care of and that maybe takes care of you. And then finally, third one, third tip is to wear something green. 
I want you to have something green. And if you don't wear it, I want you to bring something green into your environment. For example, I had a green stone that I bought from the rock shop that I used to have on my desk. So that was this, this really beautiful, deep green, kind of a marcasite um, type of stone. So that was something green. Even if, though, even if I wasn't able to wear it, for some reason, I always had that green in my field of vision. But you can simply wear a color green. And in fact, you might want to experiment over three to four days wearing different shades of green. Maybe you start with the lighter end of the spectrum, like a lime green, a spring green, a grass green, and then you move into kind of that standard spring green, and then you move into a deep, rich emerald green, like the kind that I like to wear. <laughs> so your three tips for falling in love with the color green. Number one, eating something green. Number two, having a plant in your environment, something that you can love and can love you back. And number three, wearing something green or having something green in your environment. Now, if you feel so inspired that you want to paint a room green, that would be up to you. That's really taking the assignment to the next level for sure. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast with me talking about falling in love with the color green. Stay tuned as we explore how color can heal your life. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.